Hey guys, Josh here. Just following up on part one of this Crash Course in Podcasting series. Today we're digging a little bit more into podcasting as a creative act and the types of things that you as an independent creator have in the world of podcasting that actually make the act of creating the show more like music than maybe it is like commercial radio. So today we're going to go pretty much listicle style and I'm just going to rattle these off. So if you do have any feedback, let me know at DeadsetPod in all the places, deadsetpodcasting.com if you want to send me an email or use the contact form. And just one quick reminder, we're comparing making an independent podcast to making commercial radio and how, in my mind at least, it's actually just as much like creating a song or a piece of art as it is creating something like commercial radio. So you as the creator have the ability to decide on all aspects of the show's format or lack of format. We've all heard shows like that, and sometimes they're the best. So number two, the permissible language on your show, what you can and can't say, is for the most part up to you. Like there are some markets in podcasting, if you use profanity, you may not gain entry into, but that's also up to you. No one's telling you what you can and can't say in podcasting. Well, as at November 2023. So there's no radio consultants or managers or the outside world or even legislation globally telling you you can't say things that you would like to say. It's all on you and the onus of having said it is once again all on you. Number three, the text descriptions, titles, the name of the show, etc. is all up to you. No one has input on that except for you. Like you might not choose the best version of that. You might want to go outside of your own brain for something like naming a show if you're a little bit stuck on that. But in the end, the decision's yours. And who you say that it's presented by, whether that's yourself, your group of friends, your website, that's also up to you. The visual assets of the show are yours to decide. Whether you design that yourself or you find someone to do it, whether it's the actual show artwork or promoting the show week to week or making an audiogram, whatever it is, that's your decision and you don't have to run that by anybody. Now, here's one that everyone talks about, and this to me is, whenever this topic comes up, my first reaction is, geez, mate, just get in the ocean. It doesn't matter who's saying it, but this is something you don't even have to worry about. The length of the show is as long as you want it to be. It can be longer than suggested. It can be really short. It can vary wildly. Whether those things are good or not over the length of your show, that's between you and your audience. No one gets to tell you how long the show should be and whether you got to something as quickly as they would have liked you to. So you're not getting air checked on this shit. Just make the thing you want to make and make it as long as you want to make it. And over time, you'll develop a cadence between yourself and the audience. Because if it's too long or too short, someone's going to tell you. (laughs) And if you're getting that feedback a lot, it comes back once again to you to decide what to do with that feedback. Number six. The showrunner decides, being you, who the guests are, the types of people you allow on the show to promote. If someone wants to promote something, you can say no to them. I don't want my show used as a promotional vehicle unless I'm okay with that. And this is a big one, and it's underrated in podcasting, particularly on the independent side, is you get to decide who you talk to if you have guests. And you can decide not to have guests. Believe it or not, there are shows out there without guests. So guest selection is your purview, no one else's. Number seven, you as the creator get to decide upon the technical aspects of the show. 
the quality that it's released at, the bitrate, for example. Like I've recently upped all my shows to 256, which is well outside the spec that most experts would tell you to. But most of these shows have my music in them, like music I wrote. And whether people recognize that or not, I want those elements of the show to sound as good as possible. And when there's platforms out there that are potentially re-encoding my podcasts to whatever quality level they want, I want to be sending out a slightly higher quality version of the show in 2023 if they're going to do that. If I send out a lower or equivalent quality MP3 and then that gets copied or re-encoded by a platform, that's kind of like a photocopy of a photocopy. So on spec, it should be the same, but your ears will always tell you otherwise. So that's your decision. Whether you have ID3 tags, how long the show notes are, how loud the show is, are you going to stick to the loudness standard? I advise you to do that. You don't want to be quieter, particularly, than other shows where people are having to crank your show way up and then the next show they listen to comes on and it blows their head off. They're probably going to blame you for that. All those decisions on the technical aspect of your release, that's your decision. No one can tell you Cut your show from stereo to mono because it costs less less money and it's on our server. None of that's happening. You put out the show you want to put out with the technical specs that you want it to have. And that's the end of that conversation. Number eight, the show can be produced with little to no time-based information in the show. You don't have to talk about anything topical ever if you choose to do that. Or you can mix super evergreen topics with highly topical topics within the same format. An example would be a band like System of a Down, the Armenian-American rock band based in Los Angeles. They spoke about massive, historical, era-defining political topics very much through the lens of things that were happening in the moment. So they had two things happening, and they could just switch from highly topical, time-based, to, for the lack of a better term, more evergreen, longer-term political topics and global topics within the same album. That's really hard to do if your manager's pressuring you to talk about some gardening show and the good-looking guy that got kicked off the night before. As a podcaster, you get to decide if your show's highly topical or not topical at all. That's something, to me, that comes more from the art world and more from the music world than it ever would from the radio world where the ephemeral nature of the conversations and the topics and the way it's presented is built into the format. So once again, this is podcasting as a creative act. I'm not saying all this is right for everyone either. This isn't the final definitive statement on podcasting as an art form. This is just my opinion. But it's something, once again, as I mentioned in the last episode, I've had this brewing inside me for a couple of years, so I needed to get this out. So once again, this show in and of itself is me podcasting as a creative act and probably losing the respect of a bunch of people. So number nine at our last point for today. The creator, you, you get to decide the level of integration of a client. And what I mean by that is you get to decide if you have advertising, if you never want advertising, if you do have advertising, how it works and what you say and how it's going to operate and where it happens in the show. You get to decide that. Once again, you might be off the mark with how you execute that decision. That's for the effectiveness of that campaign in relation to the audience to define that over time. But you get to decide it. And more broadly than integration of a client, you get to decide if your show's monetized at all. And you could have periods where it is and then periods where it's not at all. Not something that's ever going to happen 
in, say, commercial radio and very much can happen in an art career and in a music career. So we talk about podcasting at every level, including the independent level, as though it's most like radio. And I think the best parts of radio, the really great historical shows and the great talent around the world that's been on the radio, that still is, I think, the most relevant thing. But radio as a concept is a lot less relevant to the average independent podcaster that's making a show for intrinsic reasons and also to please a niche audience than a lot of consultants would like to think it is. Once again, podcasting as a creative act, for me, is this. An independent podcast is as much like music or creating a piece of art as it is like creating radio. And I'll leave you with that today, guys. Thank you for listening. As I've mentioned in the past, we are coming towards the end of this show at some point in the next few months. So I really appreciate the time you've given me in 2023. I'll probably talk to you again once more before the end of the year. If I don't, though, have an amazing holiday period. Be safe. My name's Josh from Australia, and all the best for the start of 2024. Cheers, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.